Hi, Maggie. Hello, Freya. Welcome. Thank you. Lovely, lovely, lovely to be here and hear your voice. Thank you. You too. Mm. We just keep showing up, don't we? Mm-hmm. Good I for feel us. like this is going to be a good one. Oh, well, I'm buckling up. <laughs> I got a hit with a realization today. Um, I was actually, I actually did a bath ritual just before this call. Um, mm -hmm. There's this woman who's pretty incredible, who's leading um, bath rituals. So you, you get in your bath and she leads a meditation and she reads a poem before and pulls a card and you just oh. lay in the bath and absorb all of her beautiful intentional words that just seem to be exactly what you need to hear. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a really great space. And so just before I, I got into the bath, I pulled myself a card mm -hmm. um, just, just because, I don't know, I felt called to do that. And so the card that I pulled was the father. And as soon as I saw it, as soon as I saw the card, I, I got hit with this realization around the masculine and like some of the stuff <clears throat> that's been coming up for me in my relationship. I realized that there's some old stuff around my, my relationship with my, my dad. Mm -hmm. And this card spoke about the duality of the father and how there's this um there's this like le leave you to the wolves and take care of you kind of duality mm -hmm. and that sometimes the father can feel checked out emotionally or literally and it I don't know all the words that it was describing felt very right on for me because when my mom passed away I, my dad was grieving so much and through our cultural and heritage, like mm -hmm. it was all about providing and making sure the, you know, us kids were taken care of. So he, he didn't really take time to, to grieve and be with his feelings. That's something so unnatural for him and for even us growing up and, and probably what has been through his generational upbringing and so he threw himself into just working and providing and he he just became an completely absent as as a dad and so when my mom passed away I felt like I lost my dad at the same exact time yeah and there was this real like feeling lack lack of that nurturing and it was really difficult so this card just spoke to me and I, and I just felt like, wow, maybe some of these themes are what is kind of playing into things that have come up with my partner this week mm -hmm. around, you know, needing, needing something to look a certain way, having these expectations because, yeah, so that's just kind of what, where I'm at, what I'm bringing today. Excellent. Really good work. Really good. So this is a movement 
in your consciousness. That's what you mean when you say I had a realization a or a revelation. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's an actual event in your consciousness, which is the vehicle that you're experiencing your life through. So it's wonderful that you've brought it to this space so that we can anchor you into the learning that this moment is providing you. Mm -hmm. um, when we spoke last, we were speaking to the character that plays you at times called the abandoned girl. Mm -hmm. And now you're bringing the father. I mean, how perfect. Hmm. Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're becoming more intimate with the storyline of the abandoned girl and how, if that's one of the unconscious storylines that plays through you, of course, it's going to show up in your intimate relationship with your partner. Of course it is. That's how relationship serves us. It mirrors back to us those, those places that we need to bring the light of our love to. So what do you see? Or what do you feel? I feel compassion for my little self that, that felt these like abandoned and yeah and maybe un uncared for in the way that she needed at the time yeah and i also hear in the way that you told the story hmm. a level of compassion and even empathy for the father who was focused on providing but who maybe emotionally felt disconnected from his children because of the grief that he was encountering mm -hmm. uh, or, or not encountering, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a level of vast awareness that you're seeing this story through now. You're not seeing it as the abandoned girl or the abandoned daughter. You're, you're seeing it from your wise woman's stance. Yeah, and I really feel and see that I'm so grateful to to have opportunities to grieve when I need to because I really feel like he didn't feel like he had permission or didn't didn't allow himself that permission to feel yeah, grief. And perhaps just didn't have the tools, didn't know how. Yeah. Wasn't equipped Grief teaches each one of us differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big process. It's a biological process. It's a, it's a rewiring of our brain process. It's big work, grief. So there's no one, one way that it should look or be handled. Yeah. Yeah. But you have an up-close and personal um experience with your father because you were in it with him as a child how old were you when mother transitioned 10 
Yeah. So as you make this connection, what becomes available to you now for your life now that maybe wasn't accessible to you before now? I, I feel like I have known this at different times. Mm -hmm. um, but right now, it's like as it hit me today, it, it was this, oh yeah, right, again. And, yeah. and like we've talked about, it's probably a deeper layer of it. And I feel with this awareness comes, um, I, I think the word is power, just the power to, uh, like knowledge is power for yes. me to be able to be in this space more with, with, without judgment or with compassion. Yeah. And understanding. And like you said, I've been taking to heart what you've, all these little nuggets you've shared with me, like we don't, you know, we don't need to know, always know the meaning or, or what it seek to understand it. We just, let's move into acceptance and the experience of it. Mm -hmm. um, but at, but at, if it pops up, just kind of like it popped up on its own, that feels welcome. Well, and I want you to, that moment of revelation is a moment of connection with your wise woman self. Like that's mm -hmm. a moment of alignment because in that alignment, in that that movement of your consciousness and there's light, there's knowing, there's seeing, there's understanding, right? It's yeah. like something went on. So it's, it's a moment of awakening to something that until that moment had been unconscious. And yes, it has maybe come at other times, and you've had moments of it, but maybe now you have the opportunity to really anchor into it and hold it and to live from that truth. Yeah. And if so, how might that make you more conscious in your intimate partnership now? You see, because if you're unconsciously acting as, or the, the abandoned daughter is acting through you and playing out as your relationship here and now well the moment you become conscious of what that dynamic is and what that story is that's living through you that changes how you show up mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah so just imagine for a moment what might that look like for you how might that change the way you meet yourself in your day and the things that you generate, the things that you create? I feel more capable of, you know, nurturing that part of myself. Nurturing the abandoned daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You see, parental blame, and there's nothing in you that was blaming, but using 
our first family experience in any way to excuse how we're showing up now has an expiry date. Yes. Because we, we come to this moment and we go, wait a minute. My father was doing the best that he could with what he had. And there's nothing in me that's blaming him for maybe what the girl in me didn't get that she required. But I've learned through it and I've come to this place now of seeing and knowing and harvesting the learning, which means I'm going to become more wholly empowered as me and the potential of me. So in the end, it's all been a tremendous blessing because your soul chose that curriculum to learn through. And the minute you harvest the learning and you bring that abandoned girl into your own wise woman self, then you're right. You can nourish her. You can nurture her. You can give her the things that she requires. Mm -hmm. We ultimately have to mother ourselves and father ourselves. And then, and that grows into the larger story, which is we, we become aware of the fact that, wow, I'm actually a child of the universe. I, you know, these human parents, these fallible beings that I got to live this story through, they all played their parts. And when I come into the fullness of my being and I become a fully empowered woman, I know that I belong to something greater. I belong to my own wisdom, my own truth. That, yeah. yeah. And so there's no longer any abandonment issue. You feel that? Mm -hmm. It's like you belong. You belong to life herself. Yeah, I was speaking with a friend as we were taking a walk this week mm -hmm. that um, once we become adults and we become able to, to you know, have that knowledge, <clears throat> have the tools to, to experience what we experience through our feelings and thoughts, we, you know, it's different than when you're a child and you have the needs that your caregivers have to give you but now we can do that for ourselves so we almost have to release the expectations or those um just what we thought our caregivers were meant to do or what should they should be doing yes and it, it can be yes it can be scary but it can be empowering also because then you know, you have all this healing at your disposal. You have the ability to, to give yourself whatever you need at any moment mm -hmm. if you're willing to do that. Um, and there's another, yeah, continue. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, there's, a, there's another great gift in that because as you become self-generating and self-acknowledging and self-loving, and you become this whole human being, which is the purpose of your life. 
those caregivers, those family members, those people, you ultimately become more authentically connected to them. Your relationship changes, but it actually deepens and expands because you're no longer looking through the lens of the abandoned daughter, for instance, Mm -hmm. right? You're coming to the relationship as a whole person. And that, that's a transition that human children and parents aren't especially good at, but I think in the generations to come where we have to learn to do it better. In other words, as, as a child becomes an adult, on the other end of the spectrum, the parent needs to learn how to relate to that child as an adult so right. that it changes, it transforms the connection that you have. And that can be really rich. Yeah. Yeah. It can be great if it happens on both sides. Yeah. Well, and in a sense, that's how children um, present opportunities for growth and evolution to their own parents. Because as you become whole within yourself, you're no longer calling out of your father, for instance, um, the one that abandoned you. You never, you're not calling that aspect out from him. You're calling right. another aspect. So you get to know a different version of your, of your father. So even though we say you can't change people, guess what? We change people. When we change ourselves, we actually change the people that we're in relationship with because we call out different aspects of them. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, is, this was a big revelation, Freya. This is something that you're going to reflect on and anchor into in the days and weeks to come. Yeah. I'm not going to let you forget this one. and you won't anyways because it feels like this landed so what else do you see from this new understanding um that's different that may be different for you now um it's hard to articulate it just feels different in my body yeah um yeah so that abandoned daughter lives in your body that's where our unconscious self lives in our body that's why i'm always bringing you back to the body and saying just feel the energy this just move it so what if you have moved the abandoned daughter energy from your body what if you have transmuted that? That would be great. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't it? And what if now you are going to be called to acclimate to this new physical body? Like, what does it feel like to be Freya without the abandoned daughter? It's new territory, mm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Welcome to your new life. 
You see, it just, these movements are subtle, but they're everything because you're not the same woman that you were the last time we spoke. And that's the truth. And I love that you allowed yourself to have that quiet ritual prior to this call because our energies meet before our voices do. When yeah. we hold this intention for this space, it's working you even when you're not in conversation with me. That's the power of your intention to do this work. But it's, a, it's incremental. It's subtle. That moment of revelation was like a flash. And yet we'll be talking about it for a while, I bet. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, and the other thing that kind of came up around this was like in the bath, I had this um, memory of, so right last, or in our last call, we talked about how I sometimes, I'm not intention, I guess it's a demanding attention or demanding love mm -hmm, type yes. of a character and or thing that comes comes out. And it's in, you know, in my heart of hearts, it's just me saying I I just, I need love mm -hmm. and I'm, ex I'm asking for it externally instead of, of being able to fill, fill my own cup in that way. And I noticed, or I had a memory of when, when I was growing up with my dad, you know, around this time, I, I didn't ever ask him for love, but I know very, very well and very intimately that I did not feel loved by him in mm -hmm. any way. He did not say it with words. He did not show it to me through actions. He never hugged me. There mm -hmm. was never actions that I felt, you know, you know, some people show love through their actions or service. I, it was very like it echoed through eight different layers of how much I did not feel love from him. But yeah. I also was surprised that I never asked him or I never I guess I didn't know that but in my yeah. intimate relationships and the most recent one here with Rick I ask for love and it and I guess when you and I talked about it there's a way like if I'm anchored into my wise woman and I and I'm asking for love through that way it doesn't come off as this needy abandoned person mm -hmm. asking it's just and then it w is able to flow but when I'm not anchored in and it's coming from this abandoned girl mm -hmm. place Rick Rick has a really like it triggers his wound very fast like almost immediately and it and it sh shocks me a lot because I feel very shocked by if someone tells you that they love you and you're telling them you need love and they don't want to do it like how how painful is that he how could he not want to give me love right now like I just don't understand it but you but see that's see. that's the script of the abandoned daughter yes so when the abandoned daughter is showing up needing love your partner can't show up other than the father who doesn't give her love. 
there has to be, there's a law of co-resonance here. Yeah. Okay. So, I understand that. Yeah. So you've got to own, even though we're talking about a partnership and two people, you have to be able to come back and go, wait a minute, this is my energy. I'm generating this experience for myself. Yeah. And I'm operating in the law of co-resonance. So whatever is in my field, I am in agreement to it. And if there is a man in my field that I am needing love from and he's not giving it to me, then I am retelling that story to myself again of the abandoned daughter. I'm generating this. So then you go, wait a minute, what, what do I need to shift to create a different external reality? That's the work of coming home to your deeper self, your resolute self, your true self, your wise woman self. And when you anchor in there, the law of co-resonance says that you're going to be in agreement with a match to that energy. Mm -hmm. And the same man will show up differently or not. And that's the risk of relationship. Our relationships do not exist in stone. It's like this, this archetype of marriage has, has become calcified and, you know, not just legal marriage, but when you're in a long-term commitment, there's, there's a marriage that's happened. And that's where these expectations show up. And that's where we bring our wounds out. But there's tremendous healing opportunity when we can talk about it like this, when we know that if it's in my field, then some part of me is in agreement to it and I'm calling it to me. I'm calling it to me mm. because there's something for me to learn through it. So it's absolutely impossible for your partner to show up as the one giving love when it's the abandoned girl that's calling. Yes. Now, isn't it wonderful to know that there's a level of doership in that dynamic for you? You're not a victim of this. Is there anything to, like, I'm just kind of interested that I did never ask my, my, my dad at all. And I like, what is that? What is that? Let's go there. So maybe fast forward a bit, where did the idea, where did you come across the idea that you could ask? Who, who learned, what part of you learned that you could ask? Do you remember? Um, well, there's, you know, through my, like, through the work that I've been doing, uh, learning more, the inward journey, learning more about myself, mm-hmm. that that we all have needs and it's okay to ask for things that you need. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that could play out in any number of contexts, couldn't it? Yeah. So freewheeling it. (laughs) 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 Yep. (laughs) So the abandoned daughter got hold of that idea. (laughs) Right? It's like irresponsible drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. 
good work. <laughs> uh huh. So it's an idea <laughs> used irresponsibly. That's all. That's wonderful. You are a riot. Okay. <laughs> so let's revisit the younger version of you, the one who didn't know she could ask her father. You see, what if she? she really sincerely didn't know it it wasn't ever taught to her it wasn't even an idea i mean mm -hmm. just rewind to her um there's an innocence there what do, what do you see when you just go back yeah, to that for a moment def yeah definitely that it was that i didn't know yeah. It just, there was, yeah, I, I don't think I knew specifically the like, tact, like um, tangibly that that was a need. Yeah. And also I didn't know that you're allowed to have needs or that you can ask for what you need. Yeah. Well, and all of these are ideas that we pick up <laughs> yeah. in earth school, right? Yeah. 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 So what do you see from this vantage point now about that? Drink responsibly. <laughs> 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 yeah. If you've had too many, just go and sit in your room and be with yourself until it passes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And check the come from place, right? It's yeah. always what aspect of me is asking? Um, I've heard myself say many a time to many a woman, um, you can't expect your partner to show up to the one that you're not showing up as. Right? Right. Like, I, you know, I want my partner to see me as this strong, wise, sexy woman, but I never show up as her. It's like, well, yeah. how, how is that connection to be made? Because there's a law of co-resonance. So you, you don't get what you want. You get who you're being. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get what you want. You get what you're being. Yes. It's like your vibrational home address <laughs> might be different than what you're asking for. So there's, yeah, you're well. not congruent. There's no coherence. And so that one, I feel, felt that one really deep in the gut. Yeah. 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 Remember earth school is a mirror. You're always looking at the reflection of who you are being. Okay. Mm. And the, you know, we've been taught the law of attraction. <laughs> Human beings all know like attracts like, mm -hmm. but we have to drop down an octave and understand that we're not, it's like as our masks come off and we start being more truthful with ourselves, we'll see that we're always attracting exactly what we're being. There's never, I mean, the universe doesn't get this wrong. So we attract 
who we are being. We don't attract what we want. Wow, yeah, that's, that's really good. Yeah, because we are, <laughs> we are resonators. We're giving off a signal. You can't tune into the rock and roll channel, expect to hear Baroque music. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like this place where you've landed. It's just it just got really still. It's yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. Got it. Got it? Yeah. How do you feel? I feel good. You're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can really like take this and run with it. Apply it. This is where the rubber hits the road. Yep. Yeah. Live it. Live it to live it. That's another thing we're usually pretty good at. We pay lip service to things and then we show up completely different. It's like, oh yeah, this is advanced spirituality where you actually take the theory and the things that we're talking about it and you walk the walk. Hmm. And that's the time we are living in now. So, You've got a lot to walk with now. Really good work. Really Thank good you, work. Oh, such a privilege to witness. <laughs> well done. Thanks. Really well done. Mm. Does it feel complete? Yes, it does. Mm. Bless your mother, bless your father, and bless you and all that you have journeyed together. <sighs> may it be healed. May you all be at peace, in peace, and may you bring peace to all that you witness. There's I'll love. drink to that. Yes, so much love. <laughs> all right, good work. Thank you. Okay, oh, bye. Sweet dreams. Yeah, you too. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.